I want to talk about Healthy Sexuality. It's BeginAgainInstitute.com. For so many of you out there, you're lucky to receive any sort of formal education about sexuality, let alone what healthy sexuality is. Your own sexual identity is formed throughout your life from birth until death. It is constantly evolving and changing. However, what it means to have a healthy relationship with your sexuality should remain somewhat static. What does healthy sexuality mean? Having healthy sexuality is layered and encompasses many aspects of daily life. It is about developing healthy communication practices with those around you and healthy relationships. It's also about being in control of your desires, feeling autonomous in your body, having a developed sense of self-worth and a grip on your values. Those who are sexually healthy lead empowered lives based on mutual respect and understanding. Why healthy sexuality is important. Your sexuality is a part of you from the cradle to the grave. What you learn during childhood often impacts your perspectives throughout your life. However, you are the one holding the pen and writing the story. Developing healthy sexuality means that you can communicate your desires, boundaries, and needs with an emotionally intimate partner and integrate that emotional intimacy with your physical intimacy. This aspect of a healthy lifestyle means you'll have a more profound sense of overall well-being. Characteristics of a healthy sexual relationship. Those who suffer from intimacy problems such as compulsive sexual behaviors and compulsive porn behaviors, understanding and responding not only in boundaries but your partners as well can be difficult. Cultivating healthy sexuality not only with yourself, but with your partner as well can take time, effort, and support. There are a few key characteristics you can strive towards in different parts of your life and relationship. Accept sexual refusal without any negative reactions or negative thoughts. Understanding that the person who has turned down the sexual offer has every right to do so. You can physically express attraction for your partners in ways that do not focus on sex or the genitals. You and your partners and all the parties involved all feel comfortable discussing and communicating about your boundaries and values sexually and otherwise. Sexual expressions with your partners are well-balanced and appropriately frequent based on you and your partner's needs. You are aware of the sexual objectification of your partners and can control your thoughts and beliefs around their sexual relationship. relationships. Emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy is when you feel safe and comfortable with your partners. You work together to be vulnerable and share things that make you uncomfortable make you uncomfortable you feel safe communicating about your needs and expectations without fear of worry or judgment emotional intimacy is a crucial aspect of, de- of developing a healthy relationship as an adult 
However, emotional physical intimacy often become intertwined. Developing a healthy relationship around both means everyone can meet in the middle to cultivate a positive and respectful relationships. Healthy sexuality and society. Perspectives and opinions on sexuality constantly bombard you. The way our gender identity is formed, the way you perceive and understand all gender identities, sexual and all sexual orientations and all sex characteristics, how you relate that information to the world around you. The impact of these outside forces can either help or deter you from developing healthy sexuality and therefore long-term, short-term, and middle-term healthy sexual relationships. The portrayal of sexuality and entertainment. The portrayal of sexuality and entertainment. One thing that never leaves you in life is the media. Forms of entertainment from television to social media and advertisements can often negatively impact our self-worth or how we relate to others throughout our lives. Especially when you are an adolescent, you are particularly susceptible to media influences. In a study on adolescent sexuality in the media, researchers found that about 80% of all cable television and network films had sexual content. These rarely show the realistic aspects of sex and sexuality. Rarely, if ever, are couples depicted communicating about safety, risks, desires, boundaries, or anything else that helps form a trusting basis for a healthy relationship. Rarely, if ever, are non-monogamous persons depicted communicating about safety, risk, risk, desires, boundaries, anything else that helps form a trusting basis for a healthy relationship. Of relationships in this case. Media also hypersexualizes the female body at all different stages, causing unhealthy relationships between girls and their bodies and boys now they treat women. You can say that media hypersexualizes the male body at all development stages, causing an unhealthy relationship between boys and their bodies and girls now they treat men. And to be honest, LGBTQ plus genderless non-binary persons' bodies are hypersexualized all the development stages, causing unhealthy relationship between how cis hetero and genderless non-binary and LGBTQ plus people see and treat each other. Unless you've been taught how to analyze what is happening on screen critically, media usually does more harm than good when it comes to sexuality. That's why I gotta find media, ethical media, ethical sexual media, ethical sexual content. Developing a healthy relationship around both emotional and physical intimacy means they can meet in the middle to cultivate a positive and respectful relationship. Healthy sexual expression. Healthily expressing sexuality should leave you feeling empowered and confident in yourself, your body, relationships, and your choices. 
There are many characteristics of a person with a healthy sexual expression that you can strive towards in your daily life. People with healthy sexualities exhibit the following characteristics. Feeling control of your body or urges in your sexual expression. Communicate and interact with people of all genders, all sexual orientations, and all gender identities, actually, and all sexual orientations, and all sex characteristics in appropriate, healthy, and non-sexual ways. Actively listen and respect other people's boundaries and understand that you deserve to be heard and have yours respected as well. Avoid any sort of exploitative relationships. Cultivate a nurturing and healthy relationship with yourself while still accepting help from others. Developing an understanding of immediately your thoughts, beliefs, values, and feelings towards relationships and sexuality. Decide for yourself what is right and feel comfortable and safe acting on those values, these values. Understanding your sexual rights. You, just like every other person on this planet, have sexual rights. It's your responsibility to understand them and set your boundaries. As a person, you have the right to consent or withdraw consent anytime during an encounter with another person, sexually or otherwise. Feel safe negotiating and discussing all the aspects of sexual encounter with your partners before engaging with them. Expect non-threatening and positive response from others about your boundaries and expectations. Experience pleasure in whatever ways that manifests for you. Healthy versus unhealthy sexuality, understanding the difference. You're probably running a mental checklist of all these aspects of you or your partners who may exhibit a sense of healthy sexuality. Understanding what healthy, unhealthy sexuality looks like is just as crucial as understanding healthy sexuality should be able to spot warning signs. Signs of unhealthy sexuality. Sexual activities are secretive, deceitful, exploitative, or hurtful. Physical intimacy is devoid of communication. If sex feels like an uncontrollable energy or, or an obligation, Benefits of sex only affect one person. Sex feels shameful or like you are giving your power away to someone else. Your sexual life requires you to lead a double life to experience the pleasure you want. Mm. So, I can honestly say that reading this article has been helpful to me in the sense that I understand my high sex drive is inborn, had none to do, and has nothing to do with the sexual trauma I was forced to experience. And it's okay for me to be a naturist, nudist, exhibitionist. That's inborn as nothing to do with the sexual trauma I was forced to experience. My masturbation is inborn. My love, my, my love for erotica is inborn. My love for porn is inborn. My wanting to be a porn superstar globally is inborn. My healthy hypersexuality, meaning without all the sexual sexual compulsive behaviors and 
monasteries are all inborn, meaning as healthy hypersexuality involved in sexual unhealthiness. Those are all inborn. Another thing that's inborn for me is my pansexuality. My demisexuality. My sapiophile slash sapiosexuality. My gray sexuality. My queerness. My being non binary. My pangenderism. Being the type of person as I say in closing my being a sexual humanitarian are all inborn so I'm just so grateful that I continue to heal my own help, my own relationship with my own body and spirit. Therefore, I continue to be an asset, beautifully speaking, to healthy people who are continuing to heal their own relationships with their bodies and spirits so we can. see each other's bodies and spirits correctly treat each other's body spirits correctly okay this is the part where I close actually in my healthy sexual relationships myself and my partners on screen future porn career and off screen That means sex life away from the cameras. All my partners and I, we do healthily communicate about safety, risk, desires, boundaries, anything else that helps form a trusting basis for our healthy sexual relationships.